looking back at your life and kind of going, where are the places where I've been hurt, where bad things happened? And where can I carry I, pain. Can I share that pain with my partner and, and allow them access and, and so that they can respond? This, this is, is the Connecting, Connecting Couples, Couples Podcast with The, the Real Emhoffs. Hi, I'm Chad Emhoff. And I'm Angela Emhoff, and we're diving into episode eight of our What We Wish We Knew series. We're going to try to give you a practical and tangible diving off point to use ARE, the acrostic we learned in the last episode. Are you accessible, responsive, and engaged? Is your partner accessible, responsive, and engaged if you want to share something with them? And so we're going to start off with trying to get you to access a hurt or a pain or something that's bothering you, something heavy, a frustration, any of those feelings, sadness, the grief of a loss, of something that is outside of your relationship. So it can't be anything that your partner has done. It can't be anything that your partner has caused or a relational interaction between you and your partner. But this is something, for example, like I, when we discuss this particular process, I got bullied when I was in elementary school and it was really hard. And when I tried to share it with somebody who I thought was safe at the time, that didn't go well either. And I really shut it down for a long time. And when I started learning about this, when I understood temp, when I understood accessibility, responsiveness, when I understood what it would be like for somebody to be engaged in my process, it's something that I was able to share with Chad and his response to my past hurt and his engagement in my pain from that past hurt really provided incredible healing for me. And so what we wanna do is just lay a foundation for you to be able to start to allow your partner in to maybe some spaces you've never let anybody in to before. It's a little bit easier, I think, when the partner is not the person who causes the pain because they can champion for you. They can respond well. They can see the value that you have in a lot of these cases. And so we want to talk about what it might look like for you to access maybe parts of you that you would like a response to. Maybe you didn't get a response or you haven't ever shared it before to even get a response and then have your partner possibly show up for you in that space and respond. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important that we show up for each other, especially in in these places. You think about what um, therapists do for a living, what I do for a living. A lot of what we end up doing is trying to meet people in their pain from their past. And I'm not saying or suggesting that a therapist still shouldn't be used for big events. I think those are things that do need to be dealt with um, with a therapist. So if you have something like that going on, Go see somebody. Talk to somebody about it. This is more and more accepted, and I re- highly recommend it. I, I support my field. But, <laughs> uh, but I also think it's really important that we share these wounded, these hurt places from our past with our partner, that we take the time and say, hey, these are some things that I've, I've where I have places I've been hurt. Because it's nice, it's nice if a therapist responds to me, but if I have somebody that really matters to me, even, even more than your therapist, a, a partner, a spouse, a, a loved one, um, they can speak into those places of hurt Absolutely. in a way, in a real way that, that even a therapist can't do. And so I'm encouraging y'all, if you have these places and you have a safe partner, I would encourage you to try to share your story with somebody. Try to let someone... Um, especially a spouse or partner into that space because that's really how we alter what we believe about ourselves in those 
places as we have somebody who is outside who cares for us respond to the wound. Both of us work in a field where we get to kind of see how this works tangibly for people to be responded to when they've never been responded to before. For Chad, like he just mentioned, he's a therapist, so he sits with people and they share things with him and he's able to validate those positions and be in that space with them. For me, Chad and I run a 12-step recovery program and I love to get to watch people who come into the groups that we lead where they're processing their inventory is what it's called, when they dig into some patterns in their life and they start to share hard things that have happened, circumstances that have either been their fault or not been their fault, that they've had no one respond to them. And we start to see in these group settings, people accept them, people who are accessible and listening, people who are responsive and hearing them share. And then the engaged part is even if somebody says, thank you for sharing, or I really appreciate that you shared your story, your journey, we call it a testimony. When somebody shares their hard, heavy parts, their story that maybe they don't want anyone to know, things that maybe in their past they would just prefer to keep locked down or shut down because it is so vulnerable and so scary to share because we don't know if anyone is gonna be accessible, responsive, and engaged. And so in that space, I get to witness, and Chad does too, we get to witness people take this risk where they share and they're responded to. And the healing that comes is profound, it's inspiring, it's really incredible. And so yeah. from those two places where Chad and I have both basically witnessed this in practice, we can attest that even though it is a scary thing to consider and it is a very vulnerable thing to consider, the payoff is just really priceless, I think. Yeah, and you know, and I think, I want to use it, this a, a little bit of a tangent, so I hope you'll bear with me. But, <laughs> uh, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, you know how when you get married, people kind of say, okay, now you're going to have to tell them you know, where you've been and what you've done and what's gone on in your life. And I used to be kind of scared of that, like especially like uh, the first time I got married, I thought, man, this is going to be a big deal. Like I'm going to have to tell them like all my deepest, darkest secrets, and then I'm going to have to – it's like a confession or Some something. Some sort of once disclosure. You get married. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm like – and I think that maybe maybe back when I was a kid, that was more prevalent. I don't know if people are still saying, hey, you got to tell your spouse everything. I'm not saying to tell somebody who's not safe everything uh, or to kind of like bear your soul in a way that, that isn't isn't – safe. What I'm saying is if you have a partner who is accessible and responsive and wants to engage and you are the two of you are on a journey like this, this isn't to say, okay, now go do confession. This is to say, these are some bad things that have happened to me. This is the way that my life and my struggles have affected me. And if you're in a place to have your partner respond to you and your partner's able and willing to respond to Absolutely. that, you guys are on a good, a good stable platform. That is really where the deepest healing happens. It happens when somebody else sees you, knows you, and wants to be with you in some ways in spite of, but, but also because of yeah. your woundedness, your pain. If you think about how um, our daughter, if she were to fall down and get hurt, I, the first thing that I do if I'm a good dad isn't go correct her. I don't yell at her for, why were you running? You shouldn't have been running, right? The first thing I'm going to do is go check on her. I'm going to go love on her. I'm going to engage with her. I'm going to pick her up. I'm going to tell her, hey, it's safe. You're okay. And later, maybe we'll have a conversation about, hey, this is, this is kind of how that happened, and that's awful. But most of the time, what I really want out of these kind of conversations is somebody to respond, pick you up, and say, that shouldn't have happened yeah. to you. It's not fair. That's, that's terrible. I'm here with you now. 
you are not that thing and you didn't deserve it. I don't think it's a tangent at all. I think it's right on target. And it's so interesting as you share that. Somebody shared something on social media a couple of weeks ago, and it was an article, and I read it, and I was really inspired by what it said. And it talked about when you have secrets, personal secrets yeah. in your marriage relationship, things that you've decided, I don't ever want my partner to know about this. The reality is that you've closed off parts of your heart. And so there is this weird thing that our brain does that believes somewhere deep down, if my partner knew this, then he or she wouldn't love me and therefore I have to not share this. And that unfortunately is not wholeheartedness. Yeah. That isn't, I've shared my whole heart and I have acceptance from you. That is, I've shared the parts I think you're gonna accept and I have acceptance from you in those yeah. parts. But there always seems to be this kind of wall between us because I fear if you knew this thing I've never shared, then you're gonna possibly reject me in that moment. And, and I agree with what Chad is saying. We're not saying if you have something that's really heavy or really dark or you've decided not to share it, that... We are not saying just go share it. No, as a no. matter of fact, we encourage exactly what Chad is saying. Start processing with the therapist. I've worked with quite a few people who come in and say, hey, I have started to feel that I need to share this with my married partner. Again, things we wish we'd known. Yeah. Don't you wish, and it's a conversation I had where somebody said, I wish that I would have just let out with this because it wouldn't have been haunting me for this whole time, but now it's time for me to share. And so I was able to process it with her and then actually able to help them in that context yeah. by her sharing it and kind of helping him be accessible and responsive and engaged in her process. And it was beautiful and healing exactly what Chad is saying. And so don't panic. We're not going to say, share that thing if you've been keeping <laughs> it. But we do want to say, can you consider what it would look like for you to have a secure enough relationship. You know, Chad and I obviously are faith-based. We incorporate that into a lot of what we do. Sometimes it doesn't come yeah. up in episodes, but it is still the through line. That idea of being naked and not feeling ashamed, we apply emotionally as well. We apply mentally as well. If I was emotionally naked and you and I bared myself emotionally, if I bared my soul, if I bared myself mentally and shared with you what I was thinking, would I feel ashamed or would I find acceptance in that place? And so that is what we want to build as we start to lay this foundation or dig back. If the foundation has had some shifting issues, then how do we shore up yeah. uh, the foundation and make sure that you guys are in a position where you can share things you're afraid of and that your partner can be there for you and respond. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, that, that we keep saying, we're not saying just go dump all your stuff. We're saying be in a process, be in, a, an, in an active process of saying, hey, how, how did I get this way? Where did, I, where did all this come from? You know, and, and if there are places and things that, you know, are, are like, hey, I got bullied and I didn't have a way to get responded to. And, and so now it's like sometimes I feel these things. And, and I think it relates to that. That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. If it's big trauma, you know, you, the awful things that happen in life, go get with a therapist. Process that with a safe other in the room. Yeah. Don't, we're not saying go to the worst thing ever on your own. But we are saying, looking back at your life and kind of going, where are the places where I've been hurt, where bad things happen? And where can I carry I, pain. Can I share that pain with my partner and, and allow them access and, and so that they can respond, so that they can be engaged? I want to even places. say more specifically than that. If there's pain that you've resolved, then that 
probably is something you feel comfortable sharing because you've already resolved it and you've done some work on it. But if there's something that has caused you pain and hurt and it has shifted who you are, and therefore you're a different person because of the pain, but that is pain that maybe you haven't shared. And so your partner might not know why or how you developed who you are, some of the protective things your body has done to survive, the very good things that it did to respond to pain. Maybe they don't know, and being able to unpack that a little bit is really valuable. Yeah, and I, and I think that that's, that's a really good example of like past pain that you wanna share with your partner. You know, I want to talk a little bit because this is coming from our premarital or again, our engaged couple series that we developed. And in this process, it kind of leads into a chapter that's coming later, which is the sex talk that we have with engaged couples. And we talk about this kind of disclosure thing, which is like, you know, what has your experience been? What has your experience been? Can you share past experiences with each other if there are any or aren't any or whatever? And yeah. I remember, obviously, Chad and I have shared before, we've both been married before and so there's a few things we have done with our previous partners and when we got engaged and started talking about it there was this question that we had like how much do we share what do you want to know and if we go back to this ARE accessible responsive and engaged even I think back up a little bit to the temp episode we did a few episodes ago and knowing yourself when Chad and I had that conversation Chad was curious. He's like, these are a few things that I want to know. And we have, again, a different relationship probably than most. We're pretty open, pretty authentic, pretty vulnerable, pretty secure. And so we were able to just openly talk about a lot of these things. But he said, I want to know, because if I don't know, then my imagination is going to be even worse. Then I'll wonder. I'll think about it. Yeah. 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 I was the absolute opposite of Chad. I said, I want you to be as vague as possible and give me some ideas, but I don't want to know details because what my mind will do with the details will destroy me. And so I knew myself enough to know, and I still know now that if I were to say to Chad, I want details around this event or that event, I feel like he would disclose those because we have a secure relationship. But too many of those details would really derail me because I would obsess about all of those details and it wouldn't be good for my heart and my head. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't there for him emotionally. If there was an emotional pain caused or if something happened and I needed to respond to it, that is way different than digging into the details of previous relationships or, or that kind of thing. And so we want to make sure that you understand this isn't like Chunk in the Goonies where he's like, one time in the third grade, I made this fake puke. And you just start literally spilling everything. This is really more specific than that, where we want you to launch this accessible, responsive and engaged idea toward your partner with something that they might be able to bring to the table as a hurt from the past. You're kind of talking about two things. So one is like, do I know you, right? Do I understand who you are and where you come from? And I think that that's okay if there's yeah. like, hey, I don't, I don't need to know all that necessarily. If you need to share it, it's one thing. I guess we could have that conversation. But really the other thing you're talking about is this is something painful inside me that I need responded to. Those are, I think, a little bit different. And again, it's kind of nuanced when you start going into these places. But but really everything we've talked about so far is focused on the past. It's like the places I've been, the things that have happened to me previously from outside of this relationship. But even once we're once we're in that relationship, once we're married, outside things still affect us. Yeah. 
Right. And so I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking about like, uh, even my grandmother, she died. Um, and, and she was 92 and a half and lived a great life and had a lot of really good things go on in her world and was a central part to our family. But I was like, whenever I found out that she had passed away, I was, I was like, man, Angela, I really need you just to kind of let me have some of the space. And I just need you to agree with what, what I want to do with this. And so I was pretty direct. I mean, I was like, Hey, this is how this needs to go. And so I really knew kind of what I needed from you. I was like, Hey, this is what I need. I need you just to say yes to the hotel. I want do the things I want. I'm going to need to have some time over there. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. And I kind of processed the pain with you, but I also kind of knew exactly what I was looking for in that process. And you were accessible and you were engaged and you did kind of say, okay, I'll, I'll show up yeah. the way you want me to. I even went a little bit back to something I mentioned earlier, which was fix it mode where I'm like, you're clearly going to be sad and grieving. And so let me take care of this, this, and this. And you're like, no, I need to have a little bit of control over this. I want to, I want to be in control of yeah. where, what hotel we're going to stay at and what night and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, well then you tell me what you need from me because I do want to be available for you. And I don't want to overmanage it yeah. where if we flip that situation when I'm in the emotional distress and grief my brain is foggy and so I appreciate when you're like let me just make this decision for you yeah, sure. so even that I mean Chad and I are sharing that we're two unique individuals in a committed relationship we both experience differently this process what Chad needs and what I need are different. So what it looks like for me to be accessible and responsive and engaged to Chad is gonna look way different than what it looks like for Chad to be accessible and responsive and engaged to me. This whole series is really about really not only getting to know yourself, but then how do you share that self-awareness with your partner so they get to know you? I can't tell you how many relationships Chad and I get to journey alongside where the partner says, I just don't feel like I know my partner, or I just don't feel seen. I don't feel like my partner knows me. And we just are sad with them in that space that the relationship maybe started off on the wrong foot or that it got to a place where you just don't feel like you see each other anymore. And so part of this is to kind of ignite again or bring back or even shore up if it already is there, being able to say, hey, this is maybe a pain from my past and I want you to be able to respond to it. So let's give you something really specific. If you want to, we want to give you this option. In the show notes, we're going to put a link to a YouTube video that is called the Still Face Baby Experiment. Dr. Ed Tronic did this experiment in the 80s, and it is a video of a mother who is responding to her baby, and then the mother turns her face away and doesn't respond. And in a 90-second time frame, the baby just really gets distressed. And then the mother turns back and does a repair really quickly. It's not a long video, but it just shows what it looks like to not be immediately responded to. And if you want to go that further step, you can watch this few-minute video and see what comes up for you. When we do this in a a workshop or in a seminar, we, we show this video. And then the question that follows it is this. Can you think about a time in your past when you needed somebody to respond to you, but they couldn't respond to you or they didn't respond to you or even worse, they responded to you poorly? If you can go back into that space when you didn't get responded to and think what were the circumstances around that event and what would it have looked like had that person been able to or responded to you exactly the way you needed. 
that's kind of a launch point for you. If you can think about a time when you weren't responded to that you needed a response, and maybe you shut it down, maybe it's something simple, maybe it's not something simple and it's heavier. If you can, our connect point is, share that moment with your partner a time when you didn't get responded to and you needed to, and ask them for that response that you need. What Chad is saying is his grandmother died and he knew what he needed specifically. I needed this from you. When I think about being bullied as a kid and I didn't get the response I needed, I shared that with Chad. I needed Chad to say, man, that was really hard. I yeah. hated that you got bullied, and I hate that that happened to you. Is there anything I can do for you right now? And I was like, yeah, you can tell me that that was mean, and it shouldn't have happened to me. And he was like, that was, that mean, was mean, and it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> and that's what I needed yeah. in that moment. And for me to have a repair, and then he gave me a hug, and it was just a really good bonding moment. And that's what we're trying to help you have. We're trying to give you some bonding moments where you can build security, and you can actually rely on your partner to be there in some of this pain that you may have had. Thanks so much for checking this out. Take the time to do the connect point. As always, the best thing you can do for, for us is to really share this with a friend, give us a like, give us a comment, let us know where you're at with this. And again, make sure that you're in a secure place to do these things. We aren't, these connect points aren't designed to start fights. They're not designed to cause conflict. If it's not a safe relationship, take the time and do it with a therapist or do it in another group context. But, but man, we do think it's important to take this to someone. If you're hurting and you have pain from your past, don't suffer alone. Reach out to someone and engage with that pain so that you can have a new experience with it. Thank you for checking this out, and we look forward to seeing you next time.